Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery. My guest today is Aaron Ambrose. Aaron is currently enrolled at the Huron University, focusing on a Bachelor of Management in Organizational Studies honors with a specialization in Organizational Studies, Policies, and Ethics, and expected to graduate in 2023. Aaron is also the 2017 recipient of the Alberta First Year Scholarship, which was awarded to him for being the Alberta student with the highest average entering Huron University at Western University, University College, sorry, at Western University. Aaron also has volunteered his time as Vice President Finance Huron Queer Association and has strong interest in the preservation of human rights. This summer, Aaron was an operations agent for RBC and is currently an RBC student ambassador at Huron University, if you'd like to connect with him back on campus. In his spare time, Aaron also likes to spend time with his friends and family, binge Netflix shows, and follow politics. Aaron, welcome to the show. Hi, Brian. I'm so excited to be here. It's been a long time coming, and uh, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited as well to catch up. So. Let's do a few yeah. rapid fire questions and then we'll we'll get into your journey and story beyond the intro that I just shared. Um, what is your most used emoji? Um, it would definitely be the thumbs up emoji. <laughs> I like to tell people that I have seen their text without actually sending anything back. So that's the most useful in terms of that. Very positive, I love that. Um, <laughs> if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, so it would probably be like either my grandmother's like chicken tagine or my mom's chicken uh, chicken tagine, um, which is like a Moroccan stew, and uh, always with some nice, perfectly cooked couscous on the mm, side. That sounds delicious. Ah, now I'm really hungry. Very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> favorite way to spend a day off? Um, I'd probably say just like driving aimlessly. Like I, I find it clears my head and just puts me in a in a more positive mindset, I would say for sure. Yeah, just sort of getting out on the open road and seeing where you go kind of thing. Yeah. Blasting some music and, you know, just just enjoying myself. Jamming out. Yeah, no, that's great. Get to relax. <laughs> um and explore at the same time. Um are you exactly. uh hit this news button or wake up immediately type of person? Oh, I'm definitely a snooze person. I have like at least three alarms every morning to make sure I get up, sometimes five, depending on how late I go to bed. Um, but it helps to kind of get me up and not keep hitting snooze and fall back asleep. There you go, couple to get you up. Um, yep. Favorite word, as you think um, about a favorite word, is there something that comes to mind for you? Uh, yeah, it's. I was actually torn between, I'd say compassion and empathy. Um, I guess we'll get into that a little bit later, but um, definitely one of those two for sure. Nice, nice word, and both both have such great meaning with them. Um, and uh, just knowing you, not surprised. Those are your favorite word words with an S. Uh, both are what I would think would describe you. Uh, myself, if I were to describe you. Um, okay, so I talked a little bit about your your background, your degree. Um, you know. Work the school you're at. There's a lot of really fun things we got to talk about this summer. Um, you know, just thinking a little bit more about the audience and whether it's you know students or people making that transition to go away for the first year, or even a high school student thinking about their future. 
could you share a little bit about your overall journey to date and maybe give us some more insights to you as a person and what you've learned along the way? Yeah, for sure. So um, as a kid, I moved around a lot. Um, I probably lived in 10 different places in like maybe 12 years. Um, definitely a lot of moving and a lot of change and a lot of making new friends and leaving friends and a lot of that. And it really, I guess, taught me to push, push myself and, and, you know, get myself out of my comfort zone and spend time learning and being with myself also just really helped in terms of being able to realize what I wanted for myself and what I wanted out of life. Um, in terms of like the transition part, um, I find that what I was saying before in terms of um, getting out of your comfort zone and doing things that you wouldn't normally do, like joining a club or, you know, meeting new people that maybe you wouldn't have met you know, in high school or stuff like that, that really kind of helped me to shape uh, who I was in terms of going into university and, and making new friends that um, I thought would push me and help me in ways that I may, may not have been pushed or helped um, in certain ways in high school. It's a bit, um, a bit weird to think about now, but the friends that I have now are the friends that have been there for me and have pushed me and um you know very much been there for me in, in my time of need so uh, in terms of, of that i would just say find some good friends and just push yourself for sure yeah and it's interesting because um you know i i shared earlier you you got the uh scholarship i believe from out to from alberta to come to mm -hmm. huron in was that a big um reason why you came i guess in that case east or were you were you looking to try somewhere new and explore given you're riding yeah, out well, in, the, I, in the car all the time mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well i actually grew up in toronto so okay. um that kind of goes back to the the moving around part right so so i lived like everywhere in, in the city i moved i lived in thornhill i lived in north york i lived downtown i lived everywhere and um, eventually we moved in my grade 12 year to Calgary and it was actually very hard to kind of, you know, go from having all these friends in high school in grade 11 to in grade 12, having nobody having to like build my whole, like a whole new network, find out what I actually was interested in and apply to university. Um, I think I mainly came back to Ontario to, to be with my, my family that was here and also friends um as much as that was part of the reason that i came here it's probably not why i stayed i probably stayed because of how great i huron is in terms of like the small class sizes and and all of that um for people who don't know huron is like a university college of western so it's part of western it's affiliated with western but it's its own uh school and the class sizes are fairly small compared to main campus um, so it was definitely great to like have that one-on-one -on -one with professors and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, um, it was definitely part of why I came, but not the whole. Sure. Sure. No, that makes sense. And, um, and thanks for sharing a little bit more about the school. I think it's one of the schools that I've discovered over the last couple of years, meeting students like yourself and, um, 
and the experiences you have and and the the classroom sizes and um you know it's it's actually uh it's it's a, it's a very nice setup from what i see and uh, a great experience for for learning for sure so now thinking about you know school and formalized education um you know from your perspective is there something that you've learned that you feel from like maybe it's a life lesson or something that you wish was talked about or even taught in school that that isn't? Yeah, this is probably more of my a cut and dry answer for me, but I would definitely say like financial literacy. Like I, as much as I'm in a business program and I know that there are a lot of people in business programs, you never really learn about how to manage your own finances. It's always about other people's or case studies or other stuff, but you know, getting older was, it was kind of a shock to start doing my own taxes, like finding out what I should and shouldn't do with a credit card, like that kind of stuff I think is really important. And I think doesn't get a lot of face time at school. And even, you know, even in high school, you don't really learn that stuff. And I think that's really important and should be taught. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things like Good on you. I've never actually even done my taxes. So, <laughs> uh, the fact that you well, I was in accounting, too. but I switched. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. So you had a little bit go, of yeah. an, an edge on me because my dad did mine, and then I got an accountant because I didn't know what to do. But honestly, right? Like, it's the principles of that that it's like, it's just like kind of one of those life things that you just pick up, but it really should be taught and talked about. Uh, mm -hmm. It's such an important thing. Um, you know, thinking to now maybe a bit personal about, uh, you know, you've, you've talked about moving around, you've talked about some of your experiences and things, but could you share with the audience, you know, maybe some of the challenges or challenges you've had to date, maybe how you overcame it and other lessons that might, might help others who are either going through a similar or, um, a situation that might be similar to what you faced and something they might learn from you. Mm -hmm. This is kind of a hard question and I'll tell you why. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that has happened throughout my life that's been very challenging to get through. Um, when I was young, I was probably, I think, eight or nine, I was diagnosed with Tourette's, which is um, a neurological disorder where you have tics and, um, you know, there's also some adjunct stuff in terms of like depression and some people have OCD and ADHD and it's kind of like a mix of all of that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, that was very hard when I was younger. It's gotten a lot better in terms of the Tourette's aspect of the tick. Um, but I find that the other stuff has kind of been very much amplified, such as like the depression or um, like OCD. I, I used to have really bad OCD and it's kind of subsided, but um, in terms of that, that has definitely been a hard, a hard, thing to get through and definitely shaped who I am in terms of being able to find hope in like a dark place and not being afraid to do what I need to do to be healthy like you know whether that's taking time off school which I have done and I'm not afraid to say that or you know making sure that I'm getting the help I need when I need it um, I think that's one of the most brave things that somebody can do is you know reaching out for help and making sure that you're able to you know be who you need to be and that kind of goes into you know the being gay part too right 
like when I was growing up, I was probably, I think in seventh grade when somebody came up to me and asked me, are you gay? And I, had, I hadn't really thought about it. And to be honest, like I, I had a weird feeling and it, but it wasn't something that I had thought of and internalized for a while. And I think just, just realizing who I was and not having necessarily to think about it all the time, but kind of having it in the back of my mind and kind of, you know, as time went on, just like finding ways to like be okay with that, I think was also a big challenge for me. Um, and it wasn't necessarily that, you know, I was part of a family that was not accepting that's that's not the case for sure. Um, it was more about accepting myself for me and, you know, not seeing myself as, you know, on TV and, you know, I, I find representation to be very important now. And, and I think it's great what's been going on more recently in terms of like TV shows having more like, you know, diverse, diverse characters and, and like an inclusive script. Um, but that was hard growing up, right? Not having those role models and not having that that place to to fit in terms of where I felt I should have been. And it definitely um, it definitely taught me that in order for me to do what I needed to do in terms of whether that was school or work or you know eventually relationships just just being okay with myself was the first step and if you can't be okay with yourself you can't be okay with anything that you're doing in life um and you know i'm not going to say that i never had help in terms of of finding that that um that piece i guess i would call it mm -hmm. but but it, it really made a difference to to talk with other people and and you know get the help that I needed when I did and yeah that that was definitely um one of my more challenging moments for sure yeah and thank you thank you so much for for sharing such a personal story and you know even the rawness around it um you know with the different um things you've worked through and continue to work through. And you're right about, you know, the things like depression and, and other things that you talked about, about even, you know, being gay and things. It's tough to, um, mm -hmm. to talk about these things. But I think that part of why I do this podcast is because I've had students share with me, um, you know, their own journeys and challenges and how do I deal with that even from a workplace perspective or what do I talk about and how do I talk about it? And I think, you know, things are getting better as far as talking about things as it relates to depression and whether it be depression, anxiety, whatever you might be having. Um, but I mm -hmm. think there's still the challenges and the stigmas that sometimes go with a lot of these things. And there are things that you, you know, I use the words overcome it, but some of these things you live with for your life, right? It's not necessarily mm -hmm. you completely overcome some of those challenges um, as it relates to the the mental challenges and things that you've described. Um, 
And yeah, then in, sure. and on top of it, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, and in, in, in terms of that, like, just, I think also people kind of, what you were saying in terms of like the overcoming stuff, for me personally, I've never overcome any of the things that I've been diagnosed with, right? Like, it's just a matter of finding ways to work through it and mm -hmm. and being okay with not being okay, right? And I know that sounds cliche, but it's it's the truth for me. And I'm not going to say that I don't have weeks or days where I don't feel like I don't want to. I feel like I don't want to do anything, or I feel like I don't want to get out of bed. But you know, pushing yourself is the first step, and that's where I found I've I've been able to kind of overcome some challenges. Is just pushing myself for sure. Yeah, and. Thank you again for sharing because it was interesting. I want to share something with you too. Um, mm -hmm. I'm preparing for a conversation and I was speaking to someone on some of the research around uh, 2S LGBTQ plus and uh, just, you know, things we've, well, we've openly talked about and different conversations you and I had, but, you know, someone said that last week, something that stuck with me and they said, you know, what we're hearing or we, we see sometimes, and this was someone else's words, but they said, you know, sometimes it feels um, like you have a pebble in your shoe and only you know about it. Um, and then you think about going to an interview and trying to be your authentic self or share all of what you are. And you have this pebble in your shoe wondering if it will come up or if you should share or if you'll be asked about your girlfriend, boyfriend or significant other in a casual conversation. And um that pebble on the shoe kind of analogy kind of has stuck with me now. I think I'm going to be using it for a long time now as I, I identify with that too. And, and, you know, I think as, as, as you kind of get into those situations around work and, you know, looking for your first job and um, things like that, it, you know, you know, I've talked about it where, you know, it does open doors if you do self-identify to get into, you know, employee research groups and really find others mm -hmm. like you and things like that. But I wanted to share that pebble in your shoe and wondered if you ever, you know, going through interviews and things like that or have felt that kind of yeah idea. I definitely have. I think that's a really good analogy, actually, because, you know, there have been times where and it's not even just interviews, to be honest with you. It's right. been in, in, in places that I've worked, right? Like I've worked in places where I felt that I couldn't be my authentic self 100%. You know, I would go in and I'd have people ask me like, oh, like, um, I, I remember there was this one coworker I had and he had asked me, um, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something about, um, what, are you going to have kids soon? And I was like, I don't know, like, it's just not, first of all, not physiologically possible for me right now in terms of, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, but it's also not something that I would think of to ask somebody, right? Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's very hard to, to go into work and, and first of all, put yourself out there in terms of who you are. But if you also don't feel like you can have a conversation with the people beside you about, you know, who you actually are, then it can be it can be very hard to to even do your own work and get through the day. So yes. I, I've definitely felt that pebble and and that's not even 
you know, and not even just in the in the LGBT context, even in 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 like the the disability context, right? Like right, I've right, been in interviews yeah. where I don't know if I should bring up that I have depression and sometimes I might need extra time to do stuff if something happens, right? Because yep. I don't know if that's gonna count against me or, or for me, right? Because it could do either. But it's it's hard to kind of put yourself uh, put yourself out there in terms of that. And I like that pebble analogy because it feels like, you know, you're coming into something that nobody else knows, but right. And you yeah. constantly want to talk about it or take it out of your shoe. And, you know, <laughs> I know now I think I'm going to be looking at people like they might have a pebble in their shoe too. I think that that's a good thing to think anyways, because we all come into circumstances and some days we have a hard day, a rough day. Uh, you know, we don't know what people are, I mean, not even work related, but bringing into their day. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that's, I think an interesting takeaway. Um, and what you just shared too is, you know, you don't know what the person's dealing with or how they're feeling. And um, so I think that it's important to, my opinion, have compassion and empathy that you started with um, Mm -hmm. in describing your words. And I think that that's that's a really good place to be. And I think with that, there's more kindness in the world too. So, Mm -hmm. well, thank you. I really really thank you for sharing. And I, I think for our audience, this is also a good thing for people to hear and understand because I know that others have have mentioned different things or listening to this might be feeling like, okay, I'm not the only one who has this challenge or have this challenge or been thinking this way. Um, if you flip it on a different side and think about your uniqueness and um, who you are as an individual, which um, I've enjoyed all of our coffee chats together and I'm always picking up something new about Aaron and what you're all about. Um, but thinking about unique skills or skills that have helped you to kind of, you know, get to where you are now, is there, do you have some go-to skills or ways that, or yeah, go-to skills that you use? Yeah, skills. So, so in terms of work, I would say, um, I'm actually really good at Excel. <laughs> not to, not to, <laughs> you know, put anything out there. Yeah, self, self-promote, man. <laughs> self-promote, exactly. I love Excel, the pivot tables, all of it. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I, know who to, I know who to call now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I was also, um, this was, it was actually a course that I took in first year. It was a very, very useful course. Um, it was like comp sci for business students. So um, we learned Excel, we learned um, SQL, which is like um, like a database language. Um, we learned uh, Microsoft Access, which I found to be very useful. But in terms of more of like the soft skills, um, I would say like going back to what we were saying before, just like being empathetic and being open to experience, I think has just been um, something that I find that some people maybe push off to the side and, and focus more on like the hard skills, like I can do X, Y, Z. But I really think that, you know, being empathetic gets you gets you a long way right like listening to people and listening to how you think that they're actually feeling versus how you're feeling right like and it, and it can be hard like in the virtual world over zoom or or webex or whatever it is but i think that 
in terms of relationship building and networking even i think that Mm -hmm. really helped me to be honest um and and just being able to sense other people's moods and feelings it's it it can be a curse but it also can be really helpful um and you know more of those soft skills i think are needed in the future right like things are getting more and more automated with ai and, and all of that stuff and i think you know, companies going forward are going to be looking for a lot more of those soft skills. I don't know if you agree with me, but um, that's definitely what I feel in terms of that. Oh, no, 100%. And no, I think those are, those are some great skills that have gotten, gotten, gotten you to be who you are and what you're capable of doing. So no, thank you for sharing. You know, I'm thinking too, like, around this as well, like, Mm-hmm. Um, what makes you happy and gives you enjoyment and satisfaction? Um, I think just being with myself, right? There's, 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 and being with others. I'll, I'll say that too, being with friends, family, stuff like that. But I think when, when people think about what makes them happy, I think sometimes they think more about what makes them situationally happy, right? In the moment. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think just like getting to know myself, whether that was like reading philosophy, I found to be very helpful in understanding myself. I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but it definitely did, right? Like there, there, um, there's a book by, um, this famous, uh, author and philosopher, Franz Kafka, um, called the metamorphosis. It's, it's about this, this man that turns into a bug and, um, he's providing for his family and I won't get into the spoilers and stuff but it very much helps me understand that you're not the center of the universe right but understanding yourself is the key to like having enjoyment and being happy in what you're doing whether that's you know whether that's in work or in life and and I find that like being okay with myself too like and I know I, I kind of sound like a broken record now like I'm saying the same things but for me it's it's it helps me in my other in my relationships that do give me situational satisfaction right like being able to relate to people on a deeper level than just surface um I think makes me happy because I feel like I I I get somebody and I think that that can be that can be great for other people too, because, you know, not many people feel like they have people that get them. And I know that's been the case for me in the past. And I've always kind of been that person to be friends with the underdog. And, you know, um, I think that has kind of um, shaped who I was, but mm-hmm. um, being happy for me is just knowing who I am and, being able to just be alone for a day, not talk to anybody and still, you know, still feeling good about myself. I love, I, I love all of what you just shared. And I think that that is a, a special place to be. And, and, you know, so often to what you said, we go to outside influences to talk about what makes us happy and satisfied with mm-hmm. things. And thank you for, for sharing, sharing you today and, and sharing that um, thought process, because I think you're right. Like, you got to be happy with yourself first and you have to have, be able to be, I think even you just said it, be alone with yourself. And I think sometimes people have challenges with that. Um, 
for sure. Various ways, right? And, 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 you know, the times where I have been, um, it's been hard to be alone with myself has been the times where I've needed help. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's helped me become happy, right? Understanding through myself that if I can't be by myself and, and enjoy my own company, then how am I going to enjoy anybody else's company, right? So, um, yeah, that's, that's very much, um, very much gives me a lot of satisfaction and enjoyment for sure. Good for you. No, good for you. And I'm, you know, this has been a really wonderful catch up with you today. I know we started talking offline about school and back at school and excitement of that. And mm-hmm. then weirdness of that at the same time, because things are yeah. all over the place with, with students. I'm also trying to keep track of, I even asked who's in school, who's that remote. I think everyone's, Everyone's doing their thing and getting through it, but it is, uh, at the core of it, you have to be happy with who you are and, and then enjoy those, um, you know, those opportunities to, to, to excel and, and to move through. And I think enjoy the moment. I think the light, so much we often mm-hmm. look ahead too much. And, um, you know, even today I was, I was looking forward to catching up with you and um, it's been a wonderful conversation. I think as we start to think about can't believe it's almost towards the end of this conversation, but as you start to mm-hmm. wrap this conversation, is there, you know, a chock full of tidbits and ideas for others to consider and think about? Is there anything that you think as a takeaway for the listeners of something you'd want to share with them uh, about this episode? Yeah, um, I think just listen to what you need. Listen to what, listen to yourself and listen to what you need. You know, I was very much worried um, when. I've had troubles in the past. Um, I took some time off school. I took quite a bit of time off school. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, it was very hard for me to do at the time. But if you need to do something for yourself to, you know, to be healthy or Mm -hmm. to be, um, or to just be okay, like do it and make sure that you're getting the help you need because at the end of the day, you matter and everybody else everybody's unique in their own way and we all have our flaws but you need to be healthy in order to be productive and or you know and not even just be productive but to be you know be be okay and and it's and it's hard to say and I know it's easier said, said than done but I have done it in the past and I continue to do it um but take what you do what you need to do for yourself and um continue being you and that's right that's right great aaron great catching up today always a pleasure to talk with you and um to hear you and uh i wish we were really doing this with coffee in front of us but one of these days we will (laughs) um thank you i want to thank you so much for being on the show well, thank you so much for having me. It was a really great conversation. It got a little deeper than I was expecting, but I'm I'm really I'm really happy with how it turned out. And you know, you've been a great mentor for me. So I just wanted to say thank you in terms of that too. So yeah. Anytime, anytime. I know we will we will continue our chats, I yeah. know, for, for many years to come. So but thank you again for being a guest. It was it was really great to see you today. And for the listeners, if you liked what you heard. Please share this podcast with your network and please continue to tune in for more upcoming episodes. This has been Coffee with Convery and then please till next time, please stay well.